We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Hi, welcome to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa Schantz. This episode is an amazing interview with Paula Shaw. If you guys don't know who Paula Shaw is, let me tell you who she is. For over 10 years, Paula has dedicated her life to guiding and supporting people through astrology, tarot, and intuition. After thousands of sessions and sitting with people from all over the world, Paula began noticing how people seem to be moving in greater cycles in similar ways. This naturally led Paula to wanting to understand these cycles more. Paula now spends time studying and helping people understand how these greater cycles work and how to navigate these cycles in their daily lives. This had led her to supporting people on their journey with rituals connected to these cycles as a way of taking back their power as opposed to just spinning in these cycles, wondering what is going on. Welcome, Paula. Hi, Teresa. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm so excited to have you. And as you know, this is just a mini morsel of an interview about enthusiasm. And with the work you do, Paula, through astrology, tarot, and your beautiful intuition, share with the, with the listeners about your enthusiasm. What keeps you going with the work you're doing? Well, the number one thing that I has kept me really motivated and just showing up constantly and sitting in this sacred space with people is that it really helped me in my earlier journey, my earlier spiritual path. I had incredible people come and sit with me and help me make sense of this story. And they were alternative. They were psychics. They were tarot card readers. They were astrologers. And I just found these you know guides came in and I and it just excited me I went I want to be that for others and so showing up and being in that position and holding somebody's hand in you know in moments of crisis confusion uh, trauma even exciting new beginnings I love being in that space with people I just love it Oh, I can feel your passion <laughs> and I can feel that love, Paula. It's beautiful. And I know that clients that work with you can yeah. also feel that support and that love. And I really kind of wanted to tune into the the transits through astrology. I know that we're constantly going through transits. And right now we're going through a huge one, which is obviously affecting the whole well, worldwide globe. So how do you keep enthusiasm with that or, or working with people through those kind of transits? Yeah, it's well, astrology has been uh, aware of, of 2020. Actually, my astrology mentor, Daniel Giamario, who's from Shamanic Astrology School, he actually did a summit last year with a group of awesome astrologers. I think you know some of them well. 
And they were doing a 2020 summit in preparation for this year because they knew that this was going to be a massive turning point, a, a change of a, a turn of the ages, you know, like we knew it was going to be a big year. And so again, you know, understanding that life is cyclical, that we're in a constant, uh, we're in these constant transits, as you say, it's to me really important to go, okay, so what's going on in the bigger collective story and how do I fit into that? And that's something that I'm really also passionate about is going, okay, so 2020, we're navigating big changes in power structures. You know, the the way that our world has been held together is going through a radical transformation this year. And it will keep going until the rest of this year. I love to let anyone know that, you know, is listening, hey, you know, buckle up because 2020 is a big year. So how do you stay motivated? Well, to me, understanding that it is a cycle, that it's not forever, that there is a you know, like every death and rebirth cycle has that, there's purpose to it. And there is a purpose to this current cycle. We need to go through this shift to allow a whole new era to emerge. And it's not to me just like sitting and waiting to see what's it all going to be like. But I believe let's lean into this cycle consciously and look at in your own life, what relationships to power to power structures, us needing to be re- rebirthed, renewed in your own reality. And you can work with this energy as opposed to resist and fear it. You can actually take take advantage and heart take advantage of and harness these times. Well and the word I get when you're talking is empowerment. Yeah, totally. Like it's it's taking our power back individually. It's understanding our relationship to power. Like that's a word we're hearing use so much more, power, empowerment. And even for me, like I work with ritual and working in ritual is an act of power. You know, it's like you're declaring something about how you want to be with these times on earth rather than just keep spinning with it and being scared. You know, I'm really fascinated with Indigenous prophecy from all cultures and I've tried to tune in as much as possible and the consistent message they have is don't live in fear in these times. These times are we're in right now. It's one thing to be, there's healthy fear, you know, like look after your body and take care, but then there's excessive unnecessary fear, which we know social media is just running that dynamic right now. So another way to stay motivated is you know, be aware of what's going on in the media. Be mindful. Be, you know, think critically. Don't get caught up. If you're feeling like you're being overwhelmed, turn off the devices and get into nature. I'm telling you, it is instant medicine for me anyway and most people I know. I feel you. And I know that you're, you obviously live in Australia. You live in Brisbane area. And I've traveled the last couple, eight months with my husband around Australia. And oh my gosh, the country is beautiful. The land, we have been soaking up the energy. And so I feel what you're saying about really get outside, get to nature, get to where, even if you don't live in a beautiful place, you can walk outside and just get that fresh air and that sun and embrace it. Totally. And even now with the 
you know, the restrictions that we may be in probably until next year. I mean, restrictions as in most countries are not going to open up their borders. And it's like every country on this planet has beautiful nature. And, you know, this could be a time to go on local nature trips. Like we've got the nodal axis, which is a big karmic cycle uh, for those that are into astrology. So the nodes uh, have shifted into Gemini, Sagittarius, and the north node is in Gemini, which is saying that for the next 18 months, we're going to be looking more local. So we're going to be looking at what's in my village, you know, like what what local markets do I have? What what, uh, communities are just down the road? And so, you know, there's so many ways you could be with these times without just freaking out and you can stay engaged. And actually, if you stay out of the fear, you stay connected, then you're a part of the solution, you know, rather than, uh, you know, spinning. So, yeah. Oh, I love that, Paula. And I love the fact that you mentioned working with your local community and the people you're close to because everyone's had to come back home. And the people that have been, that people mm. especially work outside of the um, the home, it's, it's chaos. And it was, you know, nonstop going, 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 but coming back home to themselves to their families, and then spreading that out to the community. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, totally. You know, again, um, yeah, there's this definite push back in. And also, you know, because this year is this big power structure, power restructuring, you know, and next year the astrology shifts up a bit. It's not all like home and hose and everything's, you know, easy, but there is this, stepping in many astrologers are saying at the jupiter saturn conjunction in december that happening in the zero the first degree of aquarius is this big activation of the age of aquarius that we've all been talking about for years and and i mean these cycles don't just change overnight they're they wave in they come in waves and next year we're looking at more of these aquarian themes which again is very technologically wide and not everyone loves that but there are there are incredible aspects to technology which we will see coming into our worlds more and more next year and the year after but there's this you know worldwide web is also very connected to aquarius that that global community and yes it's like we're getting connected into a bigger story but there is these little pods these little what i now call local communities that are appearing even though they're in cyberspace, you know, like I have little community that work with me and we live all over the world. But when we connect in like our private social uh, media groups where we gather and talk about what we're going through, it feels really local, Teresa. It does not feel like we're spread over the world. So locals also taking on this other flavour. We'll see more of these, I call it pods, where we we plug in with these really familiar humans that we have rapport with and we we understand each other we can use the same language and and I'm also excited by this because it's going out of this again this power restructuring we're going from the age of pisces where it was the church or the government or the mega movie stars and we needed a medium to get to god Whereas Aquarius is like, God is for every man. It's humanitarian. And so we're going to see more and more these little local communities, these pods where people are plugging in, but they're not caught up in just one 
dogma, you know. It's like you can plug in with Paula and then go and hang out with Teresa and then, you know, but not be rushing all over the place but being exposed to different ways of seeing reality. And I think that's really exciting. And I'm really, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, again, this year what's breaking down is a structure that held together certain ways of seeing reality and within that those cracks that are appearing we will start to see the new and my advice to anybody and myself daily is look between the cracks look for the light look for what's coming you know there are many people listening to this i know your people will be uh the seeds of the new era Look for the cracks. Look for what it is you can be seeding in. Stop looking at what's breaking down. And, you know, some of us need to mourn the changes. We do. It's it's not like we can just bypass it and go, okay, let's build the new, but but keep looking to the cracks, Teresa. That's what I'm doing anyway. <laughs> and that to me, Paula, feels like such hope where I know that's a word yeah. that a lot of people really, especially in the last couple of months, have kind of lost some of that. And I know with the anxiety, the fear and and where people are at spiritually, because everyone's on different levels, really the people are, they're not accessing that hope or that enthusiasm that I hear you talking about. And that I also work with because it's exciting. What's breaking down is exciting. So I, you know, my thing is like, it's an egg that's broken open and now what's emerging is going to be amazing. And I've got chills just saying that when I have chills, it means my guidance is like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't mind, I just want to share a little piece about your astrology, if that's okay. Oh, sure. Definitely. Yeah. Well, one of the big uh, configurations that is we're looking to in astrology is Pluto and Jupiter and Saturn. So they were triggering off all of this big uh, power, power dynamics that are changing in Capricorn. So and what's really interesting is Pluto and Jupiter right now today as we're speaking is con- they're conjunct in Capricorn. So it's like this big energy again. And they were at this point earlier this year. And I think Saturn, yes, yeah, Saturn was there. But basically we're in another intensification of this dynamic today, right now. And what I looked, I looked at your chart before our call and you have Mercury conjunct Mars at the 24th degree conjunct of Cancer. So literally right now, Pluto, Jupiter is sitting directly opposite. Mercury is the communicator. Mars is passion. And it's to me in your first house, you are here to express something about these times. So this podcast is, you know, a way for you to speak to this dynamic. And, you know, I I can feel it because we're just, that's what we're talking about, this whole piece. So I just, you know, really want to support you and go, please keep going because it's in cancer in your first house, which is super nurturing, like the great mother energy. It's like, it's going to be okay. You know, we will get through this. So yeah, to me, it's like you're a messenger of these times and people that have got this particular configuration or this, the late degrees of Capricorn being triggered or in the cardinal signs of Aries, Cancer, Libra in their astrology, they're part of this, you know, massive uh, change of the, the ages, turn of the ages. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because I was like, whoa, and it's today while we're speaking. That is amazing, Paula. I mean, I'm always just guided to do, and obviously you were guided to pick this time 
and I didn't know anything about my transits going on or what was going on in my chart. So, wow, thank you so much for sharing that. And I really want to share that um, you've got some things going on right now. One is the Lunar Project, as well, and then we'll talk about your session. Well, I'll, I'll go in because, you know, I've been doing these sessions for years. And in a session, you know, I look at astrology. I, I work with the tarot. I'm tuning into the past, to the present, and the future because I know you can't navigate now without being in that context of the past and the future. So to me, in a session, I'm not – doing fortune telling. I'm not trying to predict exact events, but I'm looking in these contexts of these greater cycles. And over time, I I realized that in a session, you know, people be like, so what do I do now? <laughs> and I'd be like, well, trying to guide people into finding the right breath work or healers or even mainstream therapy, which I'm a massive fan of. And so birthed organically with, you know, my beautiful clients, this, uh, going into ritual because I'd realized for me ritual had been extremely life-changing at really at really poignant times you know there were moments in my life where ritual it was literally an act of power it was enough of that I'm done with this karma I'm done with this moment and so ritual working with the moon cycle has been a part of my journey for a very long time and I could never have foreseen myself being someone that guided people through ritual, but it just happened organically and it just made sense over time that I wanted, always had a desire to help people between therapy, between sessions, between healers. You know, you go and do an incredible workshop and you're like elated and then what's there to support you ongoing? And so the Lunar Project was born from all of these realizations and desires and again my clients helped me come up with this this offering and so at the moment uh well the lunar project's been running for over a year and we work with the key lunar phases so we start at the new moon where we see it in intentions first quarter moon where we look at what supports that full moon where we release we let go at the full moon and then the last quarter moon where we just clear the slate ready for the next cycle. So every new moon, we're going into this inner work and we're sitting in ritual. It's not crazy, you know, witchcraft and we're not, well, for me, the lunar project is not about manifesting what you want, you know, like it's listening, it's sitting. I don't take you through the ritual. I provide a meditation. I break it down exactly how to work in ritual. It's really detailed. And then you sit at at the same time as everyone else if possible, but you sit once a week with the lunar phase and you sit with yourself and you go in and you plug into these greater cycles, which helps us not be spinning. And so it's been going, I can see it going for a long time. I love it. It's changed my life and it keeps me committed every week to a certain moment. And the feedback I get is, you know, people are listening to something deeper in themselves. They're connecting with their intuition, not just being in the busy throes of reality. And there, there's something beautiful that's happening for people that are that are working consistently with it. It really is quite a beautiful journey. And I love what you said about having something supporting people between sessions. Because I know myself, I've done my spiritual work for years and I've left and then there would be nothing and I would be full. And then, but working with the lunar cycles and working every week with that energy, that can really be transformative. 
absolutely. And and it's it's empowering, you know? It's empowering for you because you're with yourself. You're with your intuition. I see these rituals as keys to a door. And the door opens, but what you get when you go in there, it's not based on the moon. It's it's a reality that we access through breath work, through meditation, like really the rituals of meditations, you know, in a way that through any spiritual practice are taking you into these realms. And so it's it's not the only way in, but it sure is a way. And it's again like you're with yourself. That to me is really empowering. It's not listening to Paula or a guru or a cult or a priest, priestess. It's like with you. And to me, it's beautiful as well because I bring in the astrology in these bigger cycles. So I'm helping people connect in within that context. So yeah, it's, it's cool. I love it. I feel like I'm super passionate about that. Like that's the thing that gets, I, I can spend days writing and tuning in and feeling what's going on with my clients and then coming up with a, a, a ritual that's really uh, aligned with with where people are at. I love it. <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel it in a big way, Paula. And what I love about that too is that what you're putting together is meeting each person where they're at to do their own work. Yeah. Which is important to me. It's like I can go to people and stuff, but I need to know how to work with my own energy, with the cycles of the moon or whatever yeah. I'm drawn to work with. I need to know how to do it myself. Yeah. Do you know, I, one of my personal, my, 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 my personal key practice is Tibetan Buddhism. And it is, it's not a religion for me. It's this deep, deep, uh, teaching to really understand the map of the mind and how it works. And one of my teachers, he is, Literally, he will say, you you really need to become your own therapist, ultimately. And you can. And you really, really can. Like so many of your people that listen to this, we've been working for years, for decades, some of us. Like the, the New Age movement really got us using this language and thinking about thinking and what we're doing. And so, you know, it's we we are becoming more equipped to go, Okay, I can sit with myself in a ritual and be guided into a meditation and go into my own psyche, the own reality and have a look. So yeah, it's exciting times for that. I think that's also part of these taking back our power and the the change of the vertical hierarchical systems that are breaking down right now. This is a part of it. Without a doubt. Some of the ways that people get in touch with you. I'm going to have the links in the notes for sure. But it's um, soulfulguiding.com, correct? Yes. Uh, yes, soulfulguiding.com. You're right. Yeah, it's all on that same website. I also have uh, a really cool little Instagram account, which has, I always do cool little posts around the full moon, new moon for people that are just wanting to be more curious. And my handle is soulfulguiding. So on Instagram, but it all links in. I thank you so much, Paula, for coming on today and sharing your insights about your work through astrology, tarot, and intuition, the lunar project, what's going on in 2020 and beyond, and just some insights for my listeners that I think there's going to be some great morsels coming out of here for people to really grab a hold of and and enjoy. So thank you so much, Paula. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I've loved this. This has been a really cool <laughs> interview. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa. I love your work too. Well, that's it. Another amazing episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. 
And if you want to hear any upcoming episodes, please subscribe because I release one every Tuesday and Thursday. So until we meet again, take care, keep your enthusiastically spiritual vibes kicking, and I'll catch you soon. Bye. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.